I'm so glad you're with us here on the Clark Howard Show, where it's about your empowerment with knowledge so you can keep more of what you make. Coming up in just a few minutes, door-to-door salespeople, do they still exist? Well, there's one field where they are working very actively, and I need to let you know and give you the warning for you about the newfangled version of a door-to-door salesperson. And later yet, I told you a while back about an insurance co-op that was establishing itself in only one state that gave more affordable homeowners insurance and renters insurance, but now they're in 20 states. And I want to give you an update, tell you about them, how they work, and maybe you want to consider getting insurance from them. So we got to have a conversation here. There's a report about the first nine months of last year in the car business from Edmunds.com, which is a big car research and information site. So one in three people who went into a dealership and traded in one vehicle for another were upside down on the vehicle they were trading in, meaning that they owed money on the vehicle they were trading in more than what it was worth as a trade-in many times substantially. Average amount, five grand. And there's one in three people are going in with a vehicle they still owe more on than what it's worth, getting rid of that vehicle, taking the average of $5,000, and it can be many times more in some cases, rolling it into a new deal on a newer used vehicle or a brand new one, and walking out the door way upside down on what they drive away in. This is a disaster. So you may have heard me tell this story about a year ago. Uh, what's known as an F&I man, that's the head of uh, car financing at a dealership, came up to me just mad as could be. I don't remember where I was out and about. And he said, you are killing my business. And I said, nice to meet you. What business are you in? Because people will built up anger in them and they may not ever expect to see me, and then they'll see me, and they just they just blow up at me. So he's going on and on about how he's helping these people so much, and I'm getting them to refuse the help. And I'm like, what business are you in? And finally he tells me that he's an F&I man, you know, the head of finance and insurance at a dealership. And that when he tells people they're going to have to do a, a role, which means they're going to take what they call euphemistically negative equity, money they owe on the vehicle they already have, into a loan on the new vehicle, they'll say, well, well, 
Clark Howard says not to do that. He said, I'm ruining all these deals for him. I'm like, I'm doing my job. You may be doing your job for the dealership, getting them in worse shape than they're already in. But I need for you to put in your head that if you're tired of what you have and you go into the dealership to dump it and trade in on and get something else, and they tell you you're going to have to owe them extra money beyond what you'd be paying for whatever you're getting, say thanks but no thanks and get out of there. And that vehicle you don't like, go pay to have it de- detailed or something. Go take it and wash it. Learn to love it all over again. And pay on that thing and be done with it. Own it free and clear and drive that thing. Don't put yourself into a box, into a trap, into a corner, whichever phrase you like, and roll one into another, into another, into another, because it doesn't end well. Why do you think we're having more and more vehicles repoed now? Because people hit a rough patch, And they can't unload it because they're upside down in it. Carl is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Carl. Hello, Clark. Thank you for taking my call. Absolutely, Carl. How can I be of service to you? I had a pretty generalized question about USAA. Uh, Well, thank you for your service, by the way. Which branch were you in? I'm a CB. Well, I appreciate what you do for our nation's freedom so much. Thank you for support, and thank you for your service as well. Certainly. Um, I've had USA for a while, and I didn't really start digging into USA as as beyond car loans and car insurance and home insurance, that kind of thing. I had no idea that they had offered so many things. I had no idea that they had retirement account services, and they have – you know, different style, you know, the VA home loan and just tons and tons and tons of different things. I, I didn't know if you'd explored deep into that. I didn't, I didn't want too many egg, you know, too many of my eggs in the same basket kind of scenario. So um, USAA serves a unique population, just like Navy Federal and PenFed do and the big bases that have their own credit unions, that there are Uh, unique differences with military personnel that often traditional financial institutions and insurers just don't really relate to or understand. They don't understand deployments. They don't understand any of the things that are part of your life. So USAA has ended up establishing themselves in more and more categories because there was a need for the members for those things. But uh, I've been a USAA member since the 1970s. And historically, I've used them for auto homeowners. And for my, uh, for my kids, they do checking accounts with them because they have such a good youth account. But I've mm-hmm. not done investing with them, which is uh, most of the investing activities they have, they're actually selling off to Charles Schwab. Oh, okay. And um, there's 
there's a lot of things they offer that have not been services have been relevant for me like the mortgages but there's nothing really you need to fear about doing multiple activities with USAA they are an extremely well-run organization and they do such a good job for service members and their families that you can feel comfortable and confident with them a lot of people do split like They'll be, are you a Navy Federal member also? Correct. Yeah, so a lot of people will do insurance with USAA and do banking type things and mortgages with Navy Federal or a okay. mix like that. So you're not putting everything all in one basket. Okay. Well, thank you. And again, thank you for what you've done for our wonderful nation. Jeff joins us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Jeff. Hi, Clark. How are you doing today? Great, thank you. Jeff, uh, you're the opposite of what we were just talking about with Carl, where he felt like he had too many things he was doing in his life all in one place. You've got things scattered too many places. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. through, through uh, what my wife and I, we each brought to our marriage, and then uh, what can only be called unfocused investing. We've got, you know, we've got a bunch of different assets scattered around in different brokerage firms, you know, some 429 plans, 401ks from current and former employers and, you know, savings accounts. And, and it just seems like it's scattered with no, with no plan. And, and I feel like there's enough there that we could be doing something better with it. Well, you know, you're not alone. You know, people used to work for a single employer or two for their most of their working lifetime or all their working lifetime. And today our lives aren't like that. And so we're here, then we're there, we're somewhere else. And so we can end up with a string of accounts. And so there are many cases where you can look at one and you're like, why do we have this account? And so with 401ks, you've got options. How many old 401ks do you have hanging out there? Well, Well, we've only got one old one. Uh, from a former employer of mine, and uh, and then my wife's got a, a current one that she's kind of rolled a couple employers into. Um, so we, you know, we've got those, but then we've got some other, you know, managed accounts inside of a brokerage firm, and and these 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 kids four twenty nine plans, and you mean five twenty nines? Oh yeah, five twenty nine. I'm sorry, yeah, four yeah, five twenty nine. So were you yeah, getting lower fees on their college savings plan by calling them four twenty nines instead of five twenty nines? Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, I've heard you talk about the Garrett Planning Network, and it sounds like that might it might, might be the right time for us to talk to somebody and, and help us rationalize you know, us everything you're doing because it sounds like you're at a point in your life you've been busy, you have a lot of things going on, a lot of moving parts. Paying yes. to sit down with somebody and pay them their hourly fee to look at everything you've got, like at Garrett, and see how you would, because one of the things they'll do is they'll get you to focus, what are the goals you're trying to achieve, and when are you trying to get there? And so once you have a, a roadmap of where you're trying to go, it's a lot easier for a professional like that to say, well, you know, this stray account over there would probably make sense to move it over here and take this one and consolidate these four together into one. But don't mix this one with that one and that kind of thing. 
So yeah, right. that that seems like that makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. Have now, you and did, your wife did, talked about uh, like what your long term plan is, like when you want to bag work and what you would do when you bag work and that kind of stuff where you'd live? Uh, not 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 really. We've got three kids. The oldest is going to start college in the fall, so that's kind of been our 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 ten year plan is is trying to get three kids through college and and uh, you know not come out the other end with nothing. Sure. So, so, so that's exactly why this is a really good time for you to sit down with a professional and see how you're doing with that, see how you're doing, the two of you, how you're both doing with saving money for the long game. Right. And do you need to be doing more of that? Or is it okay for you to pull back a little bit on that so you have more money for the three kids' college? And or the kids, are you really short of what you're going to need for your own retirements? And so maybe the kids are going to have to work while they're in school or borrow some money or go to a cheaper school. Exactly. So this is a great time with you having one kid closing in on college to do this now. And Garrett Planning Network is a great choice for you to do that. For those who aren't aware, it's kind of like going to a CPA or a lawyer, but somebody for financial planning who is a fiduciary to you, only recommends what's good for you, doesn't sell products they get commissions from, and just goes through with you at an hourly fee what it is you should be doing and how you're going to make it happen. Today's Clark Rageous moment is something I got to make sure you are totally aware of. It is a new trend that is spreading near and wide that is a real danger zone for people you love, including aging relatives. Scams, rip-offs, outrages. It's a Clark Regis moment. One of our staffers has a 97-year-old mom. And she went to see her mom, and as she drives up to see her mom, there's somebody there at the door talking to her mom. It turned out it was somebody trying to sell investments door to door. And this is a new trend with commission salespeople. And she was really upset because, you know, at 97... Her mom's not exactly in a mode of investing. And a lot of times as people get older, they're not as able to make decisions in that area. Well, right after I heard about this happening to our staffer's mom, there was a story posted on Morningstar by one of their actual star writers, Christine Benz, that her sister, who has an intellectual disability, uh, had she was at she just happened to Christine happened to be home working that day and here's her sister talking to somebody and she goes downstairs and her sister is talking to guess what same thing a door-to-door salesperson trying to sell her intellectually disabled daughter investments uh, sister investments I want you to know that this is 
it's unusual. Her sister was an unusual target. It's usually people who are more elderly. They're working from lists that they buy. that They know where elderly residents live. They knock on the door. They identify themselves. They identify, they know whose house they're at, who they're talking to. I don't know what else they know about them. This is not a safe way for you to buy investments from a door-to-door investment salesperson. Make sure you're aware of this. If you have aging parents or relatives or aging friends, make sure they know to not open the door when a door-to-door salesperson rings the bell. Thanks for taking time out of your day to join us here on the Clark Howard Show, where it's all about you and that wallet of yours. I want you to learn ideas so you can save more and spend less, and don't let anyone ever rip you off. Clark.com is our main website. Clarkdeals.com is where we keep you up to date on all the January clearance sales so you can keep on saving money in the new year. Speaking of saving money, I first talked about lemonade, not what you drink, lemonade insurance. Oh, has it been a year, two years ago when it was an experiment in only one state? And I've had so many calls about Lemonade, I wanted to give an update since I first mentioned it. Lemonade is like a co-op for homeowners and renters insurance. That's all they sell. And it's where people who buy Lemonade insurance are putting their money in a big pot with other people who buy Lemonade insurance And it is truly like a co-op. And when you file a claim, if you have something happen at your apartment, you have something happen at your house, it's not designed to be an adversarial thing like we're used to if you have to file a claim with an insurer, where they may advertise that they're your buddy, but when a claim comes along, often they're not going to be that way. And they use automated claims processing that handles a lot of their claims. So it's very common that a claim will be reviewed and for simple ones, which covers probably about a third of claims, you have an automated approval of paying your claim in under a minute. I mean, think how different that is than traditional homeowners or renters insurance. So, so far, with the questions I've had about it, I don't know how many people who've called me about Lemonade have actually bought homeowners or renters insurance from Lemonade, but we haven't had a complaint yet. Now that I've said that, we'll have tons of complaints, right? Isn't that how it works? But Lemonade is available in roughly half the nation's states. And so you can go there, inquire about homeowner's insurance or uh, renter's insurance at Lemonade.com, and they'll be able to tell you right away whether or not they offer homeowners or renters in your state. I made the mistake when I talked about them originally, I assumed... They were going to go wider and do auto insurance. And 
life insurance. I thought it was going to become like a big cooperative platform for insurance of various types. But to this point, to this moment, they have stuck strictly to homeowners and renters. And wouldn't it be nice to potentially pay lower premiums and nicer yet that when you have a claim, they're not treating you like you're a liar, a cheat, or the enemy? Keith is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Keith. Hello, Clark. How are you doing today? Great. Thank you, Keith. So you got a question for me about Social Security, and you're going to have me be the devil's advocate with you, right? Yeah, probably in a little bit of a way. All right. Let's hear. All right. Well, I hear you talking about Social Security, and you always seem to suggest to wait until um, later, 66 or 70, to take the eligibility for Social Security. But my wife and I, after considerable negotiations and talking to finance people and stuff, we, we ended up taking it at 62, and I'd like to tell you why. Okay. We talked to a Social Security rep. We made an appointment and spoke to one. Now, we're both over 62 now, so we're already taken it. But about a year before we were eligible, we decided to go talk to the rep, and he pulled up all our numbers for us, and we would have passed on close to $140,000 had we waited until we were 66. And then he also explained to recoup that money, it would have happened at the age of 78 before we would have made up that money. So and if you would have waited until 70, you would have had to wait till I think, 83.6 years of age to be uh, okay. even, something along those lines. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, and we do a lot now. We don't. We didn't need it for our finances, but we travel and we we do a lot of stuff now that we're in a younger age. We're both sixty three, and we do stuff now which we probably think as we get older we'll probably slow down a little bit and not be traveling as much. Right. And so I take a very extreme position on Social Security, and only four percent of people do what I will do, and that's wait till age 70. There's no benefit waiting past age 70, but I'll wait till 70. The reason is you get an 8% larger check, essentially, per month for every year you wait till you take it, and then your increases over the years from inflation are based on what starts off as a much bigger check. But overwhelmingly, people do what you have done and take it at 62 because... Um, you don't know how long you're going to live and you want to enjoy your life while you're here. Yes, sir. So uh, how can I disagree with what you've done when so far it's worked out really well for you and your wife? Yes, it has. And it's kind of like play money for us. And I hate, you know, I'm not trying to say the people out there, there's some people that need it right now. And I hate to maybe call it play money. I probably shouldn't do that. But it's, you know, we have a great pension and we worked hard to be where we're at today, so we're just enjoying life a little bit more now. Well, I am so glad for you. And again, I mean, if you were calling me, you were saying, you know, we're 61, we're thinking at 62 of taking our Social Security. I would have given you every reason why I would try to get you to stall on that. But you've done it, and you're enjoying it. And so more power to you, and I hope that you 
have a wonderful life together, enjoying yourselves and not working. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, I want to thank you for what you contribute to the community with all your advice out there. Well, you were kind to say that. Thank you. Jill is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Jill. Hi, Clark. Uh, Thank you so much for taking my call. Um, I have a a one-year-old son for whom I would like to start saving for college. I've heard you talk a lot about 529 plans. However, the one thing I haven't heard you mention is how much I should ultimately save. I mean, I think it's possible my son could go to a relatively inexpensive four-year state school like I did or a fancy private East Coast school like my husband did. Uh, My husband and I both are high-income earners and save already plenty for retirement. And even with that, I think we have the potential to put away a lot of money for his college, but we don't want to save too much and have it go to waste. Sure. So So, uh, do you both earn too much to do Roth IRAs? Well, we both do the backdoor Roth. Okay. Wow. Congratulations to you. I, I never hear anybody say that so like, yeah, so we do backdoor Roths. That's great. So um, it, was, it, was it a hassle doing the backdoor Roth? Well, I will say that was the only thing that would have generated a Clark Stinks. Is I, I got that idea from you many years ago, um, but this was before you put in the little caveat about not having any money in a traditional. Ah, so okay. I had to do... Uh, that, was, that was kind of a mess. But well, now I am so fine. sorry. Because, <laughs> no, no, see, no, I fine. always hear it's from fine. people, well, you said it would be so easy, and I had this and this and this I had to deal with. So, uh, But it's still, once you figured it out and handled the money that was in an existing IRA, it's been an additional great tool for you to save money for the future oh, tax-free. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's, great. that's always first. So then... Talking about the 529, uh, do you have, are you planning just to have one child? Oh, good question. Um, no, I think we're probably going to have another one, but who, you know, who knows if that'll actually happen, you know. Right. So that, that would tend, if the intention is to have more than one child, then you can feel more comfortable putting more money in a 529 plan while your child is really young, like at one year old. And okay. so you put the money in. Do you know in your state, do you get a tax credit or deduction for contributing to a 529? Yes, we do. All right. So that's a wonderful benefit because then that money will grow tax-free and be spent on. There's so many categories of eligible college expenses because tuition isn't just it. I mean, you think that housing and food and other things were expensive when you were in school. It's way past that now. Okay. And, you know, 17 years from now, it'll be even more. Even at a state school, it's surprising what people have to spend. So I would not worry that you're going to oversave okay. in the 529. Because the reason I asked about additional children is that you will be able, if your one-year-old doesn't ultimately need all that money, and you do have other children, you can just transfer the money change the beneficiary designation to another child. Okay. And it's a non-taxable event. Okay. And that's great. And then one thing, I've heard you counsel other callers not to spend this money until the junior year of college. And I don't... Oh, that's that's if a grandparent. That's specifically grandparent money. 
Okay, okay. So there are special provisions that when it's not owned by a parent, there's an advantage to waiting till junior year or later. And if you're from a family that people tend to go on to graduate school, then you're going to need more money than you're thinking right now because a lot of parents think only four years. And more and more families where both parents went to college, the child or children go beyond a four-year degree and will go on for a master's or professional degree. Okay. Okay. Well, that's great. Well, that's very, very helpful um, as we plan for this. I thank you so much. Absolutely. And um, I am sure that your one-year-old is Ivy League material, right? Right, right. Of course, yes. yes. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've got a young grandson, and of course, he already seems like he's going to go to the Ivies or Stanford or MIT or something. Actually, he's being told from a very young age by his parents he's going to an in-state school. Period. That's his only choice. <laughs> Michelle's with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Clark. How's it going? It's going pretty good. How's it going with you? Great. So good. you have uh, credit cards with nasty annual fees. Yes, How did you end I up do. with that? Well, I was trying to rebuild my credit, and I just have to brag on myself for a little bit. I went from low 600s to over 780 right now, and I'm so proud of myself. But That's um, so great. Yeah. So I I got these credit cards to hopefully help build my credit. I literally have not used them in years other than paying this little monthly fee off. So my question is, is I am preparing to buy a house and um, I would like to cancel these cards because, like I said, I don't use them. But I don't wait till after wait till after you close on the home. Okay. And have you gotten other. Uh, what are called prime credit cards, like credit cards that for people with good credit. Now that you got great yeah. credit, yeah, I've got I've got one that is with good credit that I get points back. So I All right. try. So when, I don't like to carry a balance, so I try not to use it. But if I have to use it, then I'll get points back. All right. So after you close on the home, you okay. can uh, you should apply for another credit card, another no fee credit card. Okay. Whatever it is, you could do the city double cash where you get 2% cash back on everything. You have any accounts at Fidelity Investments, you could get yes. their 2% cash back card. Okay. And so you get that. Then, after you've got that second card, cancel the two that have the fees that you have to pay for them. Okay. And Because you want to have at least two cards from two different issuers. Okay. And so then those cards will have no role in your life anymore. And again, congratulations. You went from six what to 780? Is that what you like, said? Like six, yeah, 620-ish to over 780. It was 785 the last time I checked it. That is great. It also means the mortgage you're going to get, you're going to get the best possible mortgage interest rates because your credit score is so, so high. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Hey, listeners, whether you love true crime or comedies, celebrity interviews, news, or even motivational speakers, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue, right? And guess what? Now you can call the shots on your auto insurance, too. Enter the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. The Name Your Price tool puts you in charge of your auto insurance by working just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance. Then they'll show you a variety of coverages that fit within your budget, giving you options. Now, that's something you'll want to press play on. It's easy to start a quote, and you'll be able to choose the best option for you, fast. It's just one of the many ways you can save with Progressive Insurance. Quote today at Progressive.com to try the Name Your Price tool for yourself and join over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for Ask Clark. That's where you go to clark.com slash ask and post a question for us. And if you check a box, I'll be answering your question directly with you on the show. Otherwise, one of the ways we answer them is right here with producer Joel asking your question for you. All right, Clark. Randy had one. He says, I've never invested in the stock market before, but I thought it would be wise to know how it works. You mentioned Stash, and I've invested $5 in 12 different stocks, but I don't feel any wiser as of yet. So how can I actually understand what I'm doing? So if you want to invest in stocks, individual stocks, you need to start learning how to study the individual companies because that's it's and it, it's grunt work but you need to know what kind of profits they're making what's known as their pe ratio their price earnings ratio which is how many times the profits it has in a year the stock is selling for and has the company seen rising earnings year after year and so when you when you invest in stocks, most people just kind of say, oh, I think I want to buy that. I love shopping with them or I love their TVs or whatever. Real investing is when you learn about the fundamentals of how that company is performing and invest. If that's not your thing and it's never going to be your thing, just buy index funds where you own little pieces of hundreds or thousands of companies both here in the United States and or overseas. And then you're not having to figure out the best stock. You're just buying the stock market. I have a lot of information about that on my investing guide at Clark.com. All right, Clark, Peggy's got one. She says, so I messed up and ran my credit card up to $14,409. I want to transfer to a zero interest credit card that earns cash back. Which one should I get? Okay, so depending on how much of your available credit you're using, you may not be able to do a balance transfer. But I have a list of cards with 0% APR, which would be more important than any kind of cashback rewards or points on Clark.com. And so just do credit cards with 0% as a search. And it will explain to you for each card what kind of fee you might have to pay up front for the balance transfer, and how long you get 0% interest. So you can work down that $14,409 balance, I think you said. You're listening to The Clark Howard Show. Thanks for joining us today. The Clark Howard Show is produced by Kim Drobes, Joel Larsgaard, Deborah Reese, and Jim Ayers. And remember, 24 hours a day, we're there to serve you at Clark.com and ClarkDeals.com.